Some of the most notorious perfectionists in the world happen to be football coaches. Think of the movie Remember the Titans, Denzel Washington yelling at his team, we will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. Miss a block, you run a mile. Maybe a more real-life example would be the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide, Nick Saban, one of the greatest coaches ever. There is a particular example of how much of a perfectionist Nick Saban was and how he instilled it into his team. So Alabama was playing against my beloved Notre Dame Fighting Irish in the national championship, and late in the game, they were up by about 28 points. Again, beating my beloved Notre Dame Fighting Irish quite handily. And the quarterback in the center, they're, they're getting ready to, for a play, and they're clearly not on the same page. They're clearly not on the same page. They're yelling at each other, and they have to take a timeout. Again, this is late in the game. They're up 28 points. And after the, once they take this timeout, the quarterback and the center start jawing at each other to the point that they start shoving each other on the field, teammates shoving each other over wanting to get a play right. And Nick Saban was on the sideline, and he loved every second of it. He said, you know, you think about it, that game is probably won, but they are still trying to get it right. He said, that's what separates championship teams from mediocre ones. Striving for perfection, even when perfection isn't really required at that point. Wanting to be good for the sake of goodness itself. We hear a lot about this ideal of perfection and the ideal of holiness in our readings today. Our first reading, our Lord tells Moses, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. That's a somewhat big ask that, Mo that our Lord gives to Moses, but this command is ramped up even more by Jesus in our gospel. Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. We might think, Lord, that, that's even tougher than what you asked Moses. How could I possibly be perfect as you are perfect? Why do you sound more like Nick Saban than the Father of Mercy? Well, first we must know what Jesus is actually commanding us and what he is asking us in general. This gospel takes place within the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus is giving us a new law. He's making himself the chief and greatest lawgiver. Just as Moses went up the Mount of Sinai to receive the Ten Commandments, so Jesus goes up the Mount of Beatitudes and teaches his people. And while that old law of Moses sufficed for a while, there is more to it. It needs layers, it needs nuances. Not that Moses' law was no good, Remember last weekend, Jesus says, I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. But Jesus simply offers us something more perfect, a higher way to be, a loftier way of living than what the people had been used to. Again, we hear this a couple different times in our gospel. You have heard that it was said this, but I say to you something else. That's the format that Jesus uses. He reiterates Moses' commands that they are good, but he shows us a way to live them out more perfectly. He's calling his followers to something better. Not to be mediocre, but to be zealous, to be devout, and to be sincere. To use Nick Saban a little bit more, he's not calling them to be a middle-of-the-road football team. He's calling them to be champions, and he lays out what it takes 
to get there. But we might say to ourselves, Lord, if you call us to be perfect, what about original sin, right? Aren't we all fallen creatures? If I am supposed to be perfect, why do I find myself having to go back to confession time and time again? Why is that? What is this perfection that you speak of? Well, brothers and sisters, God the Father of mercy knows of what we are made. He knows that we are feeble creatures, that we are fallible, and that we are fallen. And the perfection that Christ speaks of today is not an earthly perfection, although we should strive for it every day of our lives. Christ is speaking today about the perfection of heaven. This is what Jesus is calling us to, eternal beatitude, eternal perfection. Because whereas Moses originally called the people to simply be holy, Christ gives them an, a greater challenge. He expands the horizon to be not just holy, but to be perfect. He expands the calling. While we should be holy here on earth, heavenly perfection is a much, much loftier calling but one that will not be achieved in this life. Because only Christ is truly perfect in the most full sense of the word. And his perfection saves us from our imperfection. Look to the passion and death of Jesus, and we see every single teaching in this gospel lived out to its fullest. Jesus tells us today, someone strikes you on one cheek, turn the other. Offer no resistance to one who is evil. Well, Jesus offered no resistance to the soldiers who struck him. Jesus never fought back. Someone goes to law with you over your tunic, offer him your cloak as well. Well, Jesus too was stripped of his clothes and his dignity as he hung upon the cross. Someone presses you into service for one mile, go with him for two. Well, Jesus, as we know, walked the way of the cross, all the way, pressed into service by people trying to kill him. And love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. As we know, one of Jesus' last words, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Like any good teacher, Jesus actually demonstrates the principles that he is teaching to his apostles. We should be heartened that not only does Jesus call us to perfection, but he gives us an example of how to do it. His own example. He walks that way of perfection for us to follow after him. Because he would never ask us to do anything that he wouldn't do himself. It is his perfection that saves us. It is his perfection that we seek. His perfection to which we aspire. And his perfection that he bestows in heaven. We should desire this perfection with everything we have and make it our life's goal. So when Jesus implores us today to be perfect as our heavenly Father is perfect, he's not yelling at us like a football coach. Rather, he's showing us by example how to get to heaven. So may we imitate Christ today, who loves us all the way to the cross and gives us the opportunity to be perfect as he is perfect.